Hi everyone and welcome to episode 10 of Epilogues and Epiphanies, a show where we'll explore questions about life, the universe, and being human through the lens of TV and film. In this week's episode, or today's episode, I don't know, this episode, uh, we will be talking about one of my favorites, Mean Girls, with another one of my favorites, Abby Truslow. She was my roommate in college. We get into some great conversations about uh, surviving adolescence in the early 2000s and uh, the brilliance of Tina Fey and, of course, uh, a whole lot of quoting of this movie. So with all that, um, let's just get right on into this super fun episode and without further ado so without further ado let's go um so let's go all right guys um welcome to another episode i'm super excited to talk about this movie this is probably one of my favorite movies ever top 10 easy um so today i have abby with me and we're going to be talking about mean girls and i'm going to let abby introduce herself and oh sorry do you go by abby or abigail because i have you on my phone is two okay i thought abby but then i was like maybe she's like grown up and stuff no it's because you have me as abigail because only a few friends in my life have ever really called me abigail that was you and rachel and like a couple other roommates it doesn't work for anybody else. That's why you have me as Abigail. Oh, okay. I don't know if you remember I, that, I, but everyone else probably calls me Abby. would. When we would like get in our like moments, I feel like I probably called you Abigail then. Um, <laughs> we 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 would have sparring matches occasionally, um, and uh, not physical ones, verbal no. ones, but no, yeah, no. yeah, we can hang probably toe to toe. when we yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh, yeah, and then everyone else is like run, <laughs> run. It's oh, just man. like. Well, you being a one and me being an Enneagram eight, we will we will not back down. We'll just stand up. And so We've like got reasons. we like We've got that. thoughts. We like that. Like I like I appreciate your authenticity with me. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, be real with me. That's what I want. If somebody runs, I'm kinda like well, that was lame. I want somebody yeah. who's going to interact with me in that way. And I can be totally chill about it. It can be really threatening to other people, and I've learned how to, like, navigate mm-hmm. that based on personalities. But, like, you and me, we could yeah. handle that, and, like, yeah. it'd be closer. You know, we're, like, yeah. we're cool. Uh, good times. Okay, well, if you mm-hmm. haven't guessed, guys, we know each other from college. Um, yeah. college roommate. <laughs> but anyways... Abby's here. Abby was my roommate and we sort of knew each other, didn't know each other before that. Um, And then I will let you say what else, whatever else you want people to know about you. Um, Well, I already said I am an Enneagram 8, um, wing 9. Yeah, that's what I am. Uh, Since, you know, we have grown and matured, uh, I lean into my nine wing for help to be peaceful Mm -hmm. (laughs) and to not always be challenging. Um, so yeah, I think that's a pretty good summary of my personality. Um, I'm also a mom now, so I'm just, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom since we're here today. I just wanted to throw that out there. (laughs) Um, I went to school for nursing. I was a nurse for about seven, eight years. Um, and now I'm just staying at home because I have two kids and childcare is really expensive. So we're doing that now. So I am fully in mom world. Crazy. That's Abby. All right. Well, now that we know Abby, what is Abby's quick plot summary of this glorious masterpiece? (sighs) Well, first, I just have to say 
how honored I was that you chose me to talk about this movie because can we think of a more classic like generational defining movie for millennials literally even google cannot so no I actually had to like uh, do a little research because I wanted to just make sure this wasn't in my head and that like I didn't just think it was as iconic right. as it is. And yeah, it is for sure. So I went and did some research. There are t-shirts, and was... Abby. There are multiple well, t-shirts yeah. and but, mugs. But like, am and... I in a bubble? I don't know if I'm in a, a millennial bubble. I might be. But like I saw back in like 2021, Marie Claire was talking about how this was um, the most iconic 2000s pop culture movie. That was 2021. And then 2022, Rolling Stones listed it as number 20 on its best comedies and called it the most quotable movie. Oh, for like, sure. There are the so 2000s. many. Even in the first like 20 minutes, there's so many. Yes, I know. I have like a list of all of like my favorite quotes. And like I just started That's watching awesome. the movie back and I was like, oh, there's one. There's one. Like it's just it comes it so quickly. Yeah, I it's do. amazing. It's, it's so fast. Like it is so well written. I mean, it just speaks to Tina Fey. And her intellect, her creativity, her wittiness, like, Mm -hmm. oh my gosh. So this is the defining movie of our generation. So to get to talk about it, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so honored. This is pretty excited. What a pretty excited to have this conversation. Yeah. And I think um, it was like one of those movies that I kn- I've known I wanted to talk about, but like I was like, I don't know who gives a crap as much as me. <laughs> um, and because uh, I was like, I don't want to just like have a conversation and someone's like, oh yeah, I've seen that before. And I'm like, what? Um, so yeah, no, no definitely I not going to do that. Speak in like, movie quotes of this movie i've decided this will be the movie to date me 100 percent. yeah it will be oh yeah it's like what we're two decades out and i'm still like quoting like it on wednesdays we were pink yes why are you so obsessed you can't sit with us she doesn't even go here that's my favorite one that might be my favorite (laughs) one she's like she just has a lot of feelings well and meme culture when me i don't know did meme culture kind of it took off when we were in college. College, so it would have been this. Like this movie, Twitter. I do feel, was like a little bit of a sleeper, though. Like, I feel like it came out and it was like it happened, and then we all slowly adopted it over time. Like, I don't remember it yeah. being like, boom, it's here, and everyone is obsessed with it. I kind of remember it being like a like a trickle yeah, I, out a little bit. I do remember it. I mean, it was 2004, so I was 14 when it came out. And I guarantee you I wasn't allowed to watch it at 14. Oh, yeah, same. No, I know I wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. I don't actually know when I saw it for the first time. Um, But in middle school, it was a big hit. I do remember, like, people dressing up as the Mean Girls for Halloween. Like, I remember that happening. So it was a big deal to my my group but I, I don't know okay. when I actually saw it so that I think I didn't funny. see it until I was like 16 and bursting the little shelter bubble um that I had yeah. so so summary so, so okay summary yes you want the summary all right yeah so on here Abby's we version start off with Caddy hearing she is been homeschooled her entire life, 12 years in Africa. Her parents are zoologists and they are coming back to the States because her mom got tenure at Northwestern, which I don't think that's how that works, but she did. And so they decide that her junior year of high school is a good time to put her into 
the public school system. I feel like that was a jerk move on the parents' part. Listen, I agree. Ka- Katie doesn't know what she's getting into, no. but you sure is crap, do like you know what it's going to be like, and you are the one mm-hmm. throwing her into the fire. Mm-hmm. And like, so no, they, I actually, rude. as a parent now, have like thought. Because I didn't think about it much at the time. But as a parent now, I'm like, yeah, that was stupid. And I would never do that to my kids. And they said later on in the movie, because I was trying to figure out what were their reasons. And they Mm -hmm. said they wanted her to be socialized. And I was like, that was stupid because she was actually so well adjusted. You could see her in the movie not really understanding why adults didn't trust her. She was able to function really well. She had a good moral compass. like, And she wasn't Mm -hmm. weird. She was very confident. So there was no reason to socially adjust. Basically, she hadn't been uh, steeped in the toxic parts of uh, peer culture of high school, but she was fine otherwise. 100% not worth it. I would have, if that was me, I would have continued to homeschool them like for two more years. Would have been fine. It's crazy. It's totally fine. She would have been better off. But she would have been better off. That's what they did. Stuff happens. (laughs) Yeah, they sent her to school and her first day there was awful absolutely awful and i mean it it started out with some of my favorite quotes oh like so one of my favorite like scenes i when i was watching this back one of my favorite things to do with old movies is see is if it still works culturally like or if they are taboo or if there's things that mm. like jokes that they make that they can't make anymore um yeah. or if they would have gotten canceled for saying this and there wasn't yeah. anything like i was like oh this there still were, there were a couple there were a couple things regina says that i'm like oh we wouldn't say that now um but but you uh, still would because it was like it's obvious that you're not allowed to say that it's obvious mm-hmm. that she shouldn't have said that and you would know because she's a mean girl that's why she's saying it so i, I still think, think mean I girls think now mean. wouldn't have said the r word i don't think they would have um, called someone yeah, yeah. that one yeah, they probably that one stuck out to me there were three of those i was like whoa i said that three times i remember mm-hmm. one i don't remember all of them but I, i'll give you that one yeah. but I didn't really see like their big jokes. There was nothing that I was like. Yeah, oh, the main stuff is still like it still tracks. Like it's still yeah. funny. I don't know if it still applies to high schoolers, but it's still funny. Like it's not so, like. I have asked a couple of high schoolers kind of like, do you guys still have the clicks? And they like to pretend that they don't, but they do. They still oh, have the They clicks. definitely do. I just think like they there's a lot of, like I mean, there's they're... so much body shaming in this movie, like self body shaming and like um that kind of thing. Like there's so much of that that I am like, I think, uh, it, I'm sure internally there are notes of it that still exist, but like culturally, I think. The standard mm-hmm. feels a, like there's a lot more room for different people. body positivity. Different, yeah. yeah, there's a lot more body positivity, and that I was one thing I is, noticed. But I think that's a little more mature than high school because mm-hmm. I still see high schoolers like kind of shaming and talking about like you know having the thigh gap and because that's a new thing um, that you have to have. So like I I don't know if the high schoolers are really that. Maybe it depends on the high schoolers. Mature. Maybe, but yeah. So she has her terrible first day. She doesn't understand anything about why people are. So mean and why adults are so awful it's like a terrible adjustment um her second day there though we meet uh janice and damien 
and they kind of adopt her, and um, which is really great. So she misses her first health class, and which is where we get <laughs> one of my favorites, um, which I know we've said this line back to each other before. Don't have sex because you will get pregnant and you will die. Like we get our yeah. favorite quote from that. But she misses her health you class dying out with uh Damien and Janice and they kind of like introduce her to understanding what the plastics are and then can I just so interject should... real quick about yeah. her little note that she makes of I know skipping class is wrong but like I really needed friends and the yes. fact that she like makes a note of that is like I'm mm-hmm. like yeah no I would be like ah like I would be like but I need to go to class but wow, I really need friends and that like inner conflict that mm-hmm. just I felt like that tipped us off that historically Katie's been really, really good, like mm-hmm. really good. I think it also showed us that she is able to reason priorities, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a very mature thing again and mm-hmm. uh, speaks to the fact that she didn't need to go to high school but because mm-hmm. she knows what yeah. she's going to need to survive. She's going to need friends to survive. So yeah. she's willing to make yeah. adjustments mm-hmm. to survive. And yeah, she didn't cling to the first rule she ever learned of, you have to go to class. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's able to say, like, the greater priority right now is to get friends. Mm-hmm. So, again, she did not need to, adjust, like, do that. Yeah. No. She was fine. Parents, um, you ruined it. <laughs> yes. Honestly, like, they set her back. For real. <laughs> um, so then we meet the Plastics. And you have first Karen Smith, who is played by Miranda Siegfried. And she is introduced as one of the dumbest girls you will ever meet. <laughs> And I have a question for you, Abby. Yeah. Have you listened to the musical soundtrack for the Mean Girls Broadway show? I have not, actually. Oh my gosh. Why? That's your you need to. That's my homework. Um that's your homework because it's it you will laugh so hard. Um there is a song where they introduce the plastics and my na- she sings this line really epically and she says, My name is Karen, I may not be smart. That's it. <laughs> Like, and that's the line. So oh whenever they, like, were introducing Karen, I was just like, this is amazing. Like, they did such a, like, so good. But yeah, no, basically, that's, like, the theme. That's all we really ever get to know about Karen is she's cute mm-hmm. and dumb. That's mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, and she likes um, to make out with boys. Her, her cousin, maybe. Oh, but you have, you have your, your first, first cousins, cousins. And then, and then it's like, no. No, honey, no. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then you have Gretchen Wieners, who um, she knows everything. That's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. Oh, my gosh, Gretchen. <laughs> um, They were a little – so there's one point in the movie where they're saying, I feel bad for Gretchen. She's not going to win because she's not pretty. Yeah, that's what Regina said. That's yeah. so – mean and false she's very pretty Mm -hmm. i'm like she was so insecure she was so so insecure insecure. she needed regina so bad she is like a follower she's the one that does not grow the one character in this film that does not grow she just she just finds a new spot Mm -hmm. oh man and then you have regina george who is what evil incarnated or something that's i forget how janice says it and then there's like a montage of like Regina George is flawless. Once Regina George punched me in the face, it was awesome. Like just like John how Stamos, epic she saw she John did. Stamos on a plane and he told her she was pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then after we meet the plastics, we go to the cafeteria and Janice is uh, drawing the map for her about where she's going to go and sit. But she gets stopped at the plastics table and they want her to sit with them. And so she does. And um, they're like, well, this is kind of like a really big deal. People don't really sit with us, but we want to invite you to sit with us tomorrow. And uh, Karen's like, and on Wednesdays we wear pink. <laughs> That's where we get that classic line. Yes. There's a lot of and rules. There's a lot of rules. And then uh, Gretchen's always like, that's so fetch. Oh, but actually this is my favorite. One of my favorite lines has Karen in it. Um, where Karen's like, so if you're from Africa, why, why are, you, are white? you white? Oh, my and God, Gretchen's Karen. Like, you can't oh just God, ask Karen. people why they're white. I know. Karen is just <sighs> delivering for us. She just, is. She's fantastic. I love her. So funny. Uh, yeah, so, there are so many. Tina Fey knocked this one out of the park. It's just after one after the other it just hits and the way that the movie moves too like scene it's a wise, quick one it's not dull like everything no. it, i read something where it talked about how like it's expected but like it's well done like it's mm-hmm. cliche mm-hmm. but like you don't expect like how they're gonna do it and so it's like mm-hmm. that's why it's so good i yeah and yeah, it's it really it's was. nuanced. It's like I think that's one thing I noticed that I was thinking about is in a movie like this, typically the um, teacher characters are like non-existent pretty much um, mm-hmm. because they're like, you know, if you think of I guess one that I think of that's kind of another like um, stereotypical one of the genre is like John Tucker must die. Um, and there's like no adult characters. It's just like all this like high school hot mess mm-hmm. and like. Um, and you know, we meet Tina Fey and we meet her first with her like shirt stuck to her mm-hmm. like sweater. And like, you know, there's the teacher, the principal being kind of weird. And like the, yeah. the, the adults have some personality she got quirks. She got yeah. Divorced like there's backstory. Like, yeah. Yeah. And there's like depth to that. And now she's like mm-hmm. struggling financially. And so you're like, Oh yeah. yeah Adulthood okay. is hard. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely get that. Yeah. yeah. No, it's so good. And I feel like, you know, from from that point, to me, like, if I was I was thinking about this movie in terms of, like, hero's journey, like, okay, what's the real, like, what's the impetus here? Like, and Katie, I feel like the plot starts when Regina betrays Katie. Like, yeah, I well, feel that, like that's when, that like, point, she has a problem. She didn't really get it. Yeah, she thought mm-hmm. that Regina was nice. And she didn't want to go along mm-hmm. with Janice's plan to sit in and listen to him. She was like... She's fine until that moment where with Aaron Samuels, she takes him back and she's just like, why would she do that? And it then, yes, it takes off and we have our plan of how we're going to take them down. Yes. I have a shallow question. Did you Mm -hmm. get the Aaron Samuels thing? Because I did not. What do you mean? I thought he was like fine, but like I wasn't like, why are we all? I was like, why are we all obsessed with him? He was very early 2000s hottie. Okay. Like the hair. I just... I just was never he like seemed, feeling it. Mm, I think he just fits the Matt says the he just looks like every popular guy in high school. He does. He's he does. like an amalgam of face. popular guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious because yeah. I was like, I don't, I didn't really get it. Like, I don't I mean, know if, if it had been like Chad him. Michael Murray, I would have been like, I understand. Like, like I get the plot of this movie now. <laughs> like, I understand why we're going to destroy a woman for this, but you know. Um, <laughs> that's terrible. Um, but yeah, basically like Regina finally crosses that line and I would have to say, here's what we, here's what I'm noticing. Regina is very smart and Regina is mm-hmm. creative. 
and quick mm-hmm. on her feet because she mm-hmm. thinks up some things to say that I'm like, where did that come from? And like the whole like, you know, when she basically explodes the school with the burn book, like, and puts herself mm-hmm. in it. I would not have thought to do that, but that was like manipulative no, gold. Like it was crazy. power very well. She mm-hmm. is just yeah, diabolical and a genius. Diabolical. Like she really does so maintain smart. power well. Like she knows mm-hmm. how to keep people back and on their toes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she knows like with Gretchen, she she knows when to take her down, when to cut her down. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you even see her in the beginning cutting down um Katie and like yeah. preemptively. And mm-hmm. you just and I the only time I was this was interesting during the the Jingle Bell Rock performance mm-hmm. towards the end. Mm-hmm. That's the one time you see, like in the beginning, Gina really like on her heels. And she's like, I feel threatened by Katie right now. And so now I need oh, to like yeah. amp it up. Yeah. And that was the first time I had seen her like really insecure. And then she latches or lashes out at uh, Gretchen. And that's mm-hmm. when Gretchen snaps, you know, and Gretchen mm-hmm. starts spilling all the secrets. And that's how they finally end up taking over because Regina at one point felt weak and didn't have power. And she like mm-hmm. cut down her minion a little too much, you know? Yeah. She went a little so- too far and like kind of broke her own system really. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was um the Jingle Bell Rock thing. Um, number one, CD players. Um, <laughs> the CD player starts to skip. Um, and she goes to fix it, and then like basically somehow rocket launches it with her foot yeah, <laughs> into the crowd at that guy's face. head. Um, and that just was really funny to me on those two levels. One, it's a CD player. Two. How powerfully did she kick this thing? <laughs> because it was like a shotgun. It was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So basically, Katie's just like the whole movie is Katie trying to get Aaron Samuels and take Regina down. And like, it's even, I feel like it's indicative of high school culture and specifically high school culture at the time that like her sources of power are, and it just honestly, just being a girl, being a woman, um, your like sources of value and power, like is her body. Mm-hmm. Like she has the most impressive body in everyone's opinion and, um, army of skanks. So like her, mm-hmm. her like community, her support system, um, and what was the other Aaron Samuels arm candy Aaron Samuels arm candy so Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like what guy are you attached to what's your social support and how good do you look Mm -hmm. that's pretty gross I don't like that but that was what that was what it took so yeah yeah I didn't realize they you know they foreshadowed the bus thing so early like literally the first like not even the first two minutes like Katie's getting ready to go to school and there's like the bus and I was like oh my gosh I didn't realize that was like at the beginning of the movie too that bus is gonna like kill someone someday well then they (laughs) like like have it at the end again with the junior plastics yeah Yeah. the freshman yeah yeah crazy yeah oh man oh uh this is not very important but um when she's breaking up the crown and throwing it to people the girl Mm. who plays emma gerber looks like the sweetest human that ever lived like i don't (laughs) know who that person is um, she just looks so yes she just looks so genuinely sweet i was like for everyone (laughs) she does she has to i believe it oh my gosh yeah and then the little gasp that damien lets out it's just like the 
It's got to be the best recorded gasp ever. I'm going to have to find it. It's just, it's like sharp. It has like a sharp cutoff. I think that's what makes it so good. It's like, it's like its own crisp sound bite. Um, they, uh, were there, like, places you particularly felt like you saw yourself in this movie? Or is it, like, kind of its own thing so much? Like, for me, it was hard to see myself in this movie. I think I saw myself a little bit in the Katie part when she was early on. And she would, like, kind of do anything Mm -hmm. to get some friends. Um, but. You know, I knew you were going to ask me that. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't, I don't. Initially, I thought, I don't see myself in this at all. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. this was not my world in high school. Mm -hmm. I didn't like drama. I hated it. I kind of was allergic to drama a little bit. Like, I always kind of, like, zoomed out of it. Mm -hmm. But I thought about it some more. And I was like, oh, no. I'm Janice. (laughs) I I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. hate that stuff. Like, I, to my core, hate Mm -hmm. social climbing. Hate, like, same. Like just being mean for mean sake. I yeah. I lost Same. friends in high school who were social climbers. And I was like, I'm just not about this. Like I have no yeah. desire to be a part no. of this game. I no. was very much like on the outs in high school because I I didn't want to play the game. I also like being an eight, like mm-hmm. hated when people were mean. And I, I did not like mm-hmm. bullies. I would call them out. Mm-hmm. I like and so I got myself on the odds a lot with like mm-hmm. popular people and I also wouldn't like give them the respect that they thought they like I oh yeah go, I will never kiss the f- I will never kiss the yes. freaking ring like I, oh, yeah. I don't do that and that again to our earlier pre-recording conversation of why I don't thrive in political structures sometimes is I won't kiss your ring just to kiss your ring because you have one like yeah it's Mm -hmm. and I if you stink I'll tell you um like yeah it's just not yeah I think probably probably Janice would be the closest Mm -hmm. but I think I never would have let myself even probably fully contemplate taking revenge no Um, she was far too spiteful and like yeah she had not healed yeah I, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought to do anything like that, mm-hmm. but yeah. I despised all of the, oh, no, the yeah. drama and the yeah. nonsense that you think you're so much better than me. You, who, who, mm-hmm. like, really? Like, who do you think you are? I despised yeah. it. Um, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I was always, like, um, even if I didn't really, like, personally like this like someone or I maybe I did think they were kind of gross but like someone else was making fun of them I would be like no we don't do that and I'm gonna get in here Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna tell you you need to back down and like leave this person alone because yeah this is not how we roll like as a as a people like as a society like this is not it so yeah no and and, uh, I mean if you can think about like really immature Abby who is an eight who just fights like I got myself into some awkward situations of just like, I will fight you. Like, not physically, but yeah. I will not back down. And it, yeah. it's a little cringy to think back because I, I, I could have handled that so much more politically. Yeah. And I could have, like, but like, we, we were working with what we had at the time. Yes. You have to, like, have grace for your high school self. And, like, if you I, didn't have I, your I whole brain yet. This. No. And I've thought about this. Like, if I could take, you know, in my fantasy world of what I would love to do, but I can't, it's, 
mm-hmm. impossible. I would love to take all of my self-awareness, all of my mm-hmm. self-knowledge, my self-compassion, mm-hmm. and give it back to my high school self and say, go experience high school again with these tools and you will thrive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can't do that. <laughs> so no. yeah, you're like, oh, that 10 years I can't give to you. Or like how many years yeah. it's been now? I don't yeah. count. But let's not. Let's not. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, it's um. I I used to cringe when I thought about that stuff. I feel like a couple years ago I reached a point where I um was able to kind of step out of myself when I thought back about younger me because you know younger me could be a little intense also at times in different ways and um but you know she was working with what she had. And doing mm-hmm. what she felt like she could do. Um, and, you know, just also trying to think of it as like, like, okay, if that wasn't you, but that was like a 10 year old, like just that you knew and you saw them, would you, would you feel like they should be doing better? Or would you just like kind of understand why they were being that yeah. way? Like you would just be like, oh, you're being 10. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Like no, when I, I interact uh, with 16 year olds now, I'm like, oh honey, yeah, it's going to be okay. <laughs> It's it it I understand that it really feels like it won't, but it will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But like it really does help to have grace for them Mm -hmm. and for yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's hard not to look back and feel the ick and be like, Oh Oh, yeah. I I don't so um, disappointed in myself. But you you it was hard and you were working. You did what you you could do. You did what you could do. Also everyone around you was like psycho too and equally psycho and you did not have this part of your brain yet like Mm -hmm. you did not have the full full access to the prefrontal cortex that is so so helpful um Mm -hmm. you were full lizard brain a lot of the time and uh and so no wonder high school is as chaotic and awful as it is because it is a pressure cooker of all of that nonsense with not just yourself and everybody else experiencing all of their far ranges of whatever so it is just genuinely awful Mm -hmm. it's yeah no I was like noticing how like when they put when she's first there and she's like looking at everything very much through her like jungle lens and they have like kind of that jungle music in the background I'm like this feels like that's all it took for this to feel like, yeah, this is a jungle. And it's because mm-hmm. I think it's so translatable because ev- it feels like at any moment something could erupt. Like mm-hmm. everyone is like kind of a powder They're keg. They're in their primal instincts. Yeah. Yep. They're very instinctual. Like it's very reactive. Like at any moment mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen. And um, I, I think it's that after that day um, when she comes home and her parents say something like, um, did you make any friends? And she says, yes. And she, they say, were people mm-hmm. nice? And she says, no. She says, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, the two questions side by side just always were like so funny to me. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. All I right. That tracks. That. that is actually how your day went, but that's a very weird thing. Um, the thing that you were you were mentioning, like you know, Regina even kind of negging her immediately. Um, she says you're like really pretty, and then oh, yeah. she says she just being Katie and above everything else because she's not been steeped in this like confusing self-deprecation um she yeah she's like you're really pretty and she says thanks and then she goes immediately into oh so you Mm -hmm. agree you think you're really pretty pretty. and like that's a problem somehow that she would agree that she thinks she's really pretty Mm -hmm. and they also like yeah she was like what i mean what was i supposed to say you said a nice thing like 
Yeah. What do you want from me? Exactly, Katie. What do they want from us? <laughs> um, and then, like, later, they're, like, all in front of the mirror and, like, ripping themselves to shreds uh-huh. over. And I remember, I don't remember, I don't think about doing that. But, like, when they were doing that, I remember doing that. Like, being, mm-hmm. like, so, like, like oh, my eyebrows are so, like, thick and weird or, like, things that mm-hmm. most of the time I didn't honestly have a lot of control over. Or, like, I have more of a round heart face, not, like, a skinny face. So, I thought I had a fat face. Um, And, like, before contouring was a thing, was trying to figure out how to contour and, like, you know, like, that kind of stuff. And things like, um, I'm only 5'5", five five, but I have, like really long feet and like oh if I wear this kind of shoes do my feet look really big and weird like just this like Mm -hmm. absolute nonsense that honestly I haven't thought about in 10 years and I'm like so glad that I haven't thought about it in 10 years there's just like like, everything every inch of your body there was something like you could just there was something wrong with it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah like it's crazy I don't find myself doing it to that extent no I mean I still am like big picture like oh I wish these pants fit better or like whatever you know like no but i wish my not like break out or something you know yeah those are like legitimate normal concerns i feel like of being a human like yeah not like hating on yourself there's like a a big acceptance of like this is my face this is my hair this is my body i'm working with it you know yeah i don't try to change what my face looks like every day yeah 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 and there was such a type there was such a standard of beauty and it was Regina, you know, skinny. It was blonde, mm-hmm. like so skinny, pretty, so like blonde. It, there, there really wasn't much varying degree of beauty, you know, like you mm-hmm. couldn't no. have like people who had curly hair. They wouldn't be considered the most beautiful or dark hair or no. like yeah. it was blondes at that time. It, it was, was everyone was blue, their hair blonde, you know blondes and very very skinny and I was a brunette who has always been very average and average to slightly curvy and like it was like just I feel like it was probably college before I stopped like trying to think that I was like not you know like that was like that somehow was like an attainable mark that we were all headed towards Mm -hmm. rather than like what's what's good looking for me like what is healthy what is pretty for me like Mm -hmm was a different a whole different conversation I've thought about it like recently and looked back at pictures of myself and like I Mm -hmm. remember like the it's like the body dysmorphia I oh, see yeah. pictures. I'm like, I was so skinny. How did same, I think that I same. was that yeah. I had any weight on me? Like I'm like, I'm a yep. stick there. And I know yep. that I was in turmoil mm-hmm. inside yep. during that time because I was not skinny enough. And that's impossible. Mm-hmm. That's like insane. Mm-hmm. But the body dysmorphia of that time, like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. We're still recovering from probably. Yeah. No. And it's like, I mean, you think about it, and I do think Yes, they are still picking themselves apart in high school, for sure. I think that's just part of the way the teenage brain works. But I do think there is a lot, there are a lot more um, representations of different Mm -hmm. types of beauty in media that they're looking at. Yeah. There's like, I can maybe reach for, um, maybe I'm a real skinny Olivia Rodrigo, or maybe I'm more like... I don't know. They probably aren't caring about Demi Lovato, but Demi Lovato is more like like a like curve, a strong, yeah. like curvy kind of person. Mm-hmm. And then there's like Lizzo features, and like you know, features. yeah. Um, I do love that about actually this time is that the diversity of beauty and to be able to appreciate 
that. That is really, mm-hmm. if the generation is truly doing that in their high schools, like to their core, good for you guys. Like you yeah. one of us. I, sure. I really, I really hope that they're able to like, I hope that there's not just like weirdly someone out like that high schoolers are only looking at Margot Robbie. You know what I mean? Like, um, mm. she's great. She's gorgeous, but yeah. like, I'm never going to look like Margot Robbie. Like, and so that's fine. Like, you know, and I think there, yeah. there is a lot more, um, of a spectrum of like people being praised for being beautiful and looking very different. Um, yes. than there was when we were in high school in our formative years trying to just survive um, yeah. and realizing we weren't going to look like Barbie. Um, it yes. just was a lot. Yeah. I do love that for right now. That is great. Yeah. For me, having daughters, that's like <sighs> such like a breath of like, thank God. Like, like maybe it's going to be okay. Like <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrified. It's going to be but a little bit more okay. Yeah, they're both uniquely beautiful and I can praise their unique beauty and like mm-hmm. say like this, you know, you're, you're not going to look like this, but you are so beautiful for what you are yeah. and who you are. And yeah. like, yeah, I think that the culture will say that more now, too. So yeah. that's that's exciting for sure. as a mom yeah. to girls. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Like I just even um, I was talking to I think I was talking to Kyla and Vera about one of my favorite movie. My other favorite movie is Devil Wears Prada. And I was like, it's a great movie. We're just going to have to walk back some of the body stuff they talk about because mm-hmm. he says things like um, two became the new four and four became the new six. And she's like, well, I'm a I'm an eight. And oh, that's the new 14. Um, <laughs> and like some of that kind of stuff um which i know they were joking in that movie but like yeah well even at the time though that was probably still more true in the fashion industry because the fashion industry has been a little more slow to catch up they were Um, especially modeling and stuff like that Mm -hmm. i think that like Mm -hmm. pushing that with models has been kind of more Mm -hmm. of a recent thing but if Mm -hmm. yeah you think about like models and like the standard Mm -hmm. is zero Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. but i do think that because it people died like you know yeah they did bulimia and anorexia and that really kind of started to like put the eyes on the industry Mm -hmm. and really say like Mm -hmm. you cannot have these incredibly awful standards of zero yeah so i don't think zero is like the new two anymore no it's not it's definitely not that was like 2006 or something (laughs) but um Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. no that's that was that was like I mean that was so much of this movie though honestly was like her like her social capital like she was able to I think she could have been just as smart and just as like whatever but if she didn't look like she did like Regina George would not have been Regina George. Like, and that is, that is being a woman, you know, like you kind of have to almost like look the part to get your foot in the door. And then if you've got the goods, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think there's just like that extra layer sometimes. That and, but she was always working to maintain it, you know, she was, and that's where the army of skanks came in. Like, always mm-hmm. having to maintain it even though she had it you know mm-hmm. she had the arm candy she had the body she had mm-hmm. the friends but she always was still holding it like yeah. tooth and nail you know yeah because it could yeah. flip away that fast mm-hmm. yeah it's definitely like a um I think in any kind of like political or like power dynamic there's like a real big like scarcity mindset 
and it's like mm-hmm. I have to hold on to this because there's not enough for everyone and someone else might take this from me um and yeah. it needs to be mine and I just think that that is like it's so toxic um and I you know I mean just because people like you if they like someone else it doesn't mean they like you less just because they also like this other person like but that's such a high school mindset of at least when I was in high school I feel like um I don't want to like put that on everyone but like I feel like that just scarcity mindset and just like because it is so primal like you are so like Mm -hmm. in your body in your emotions and your hormones Mm -hmm. and like it's just everything feels do or die and you like have to cling to it for sure Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. on Wednesdays we wear pink (sighs) do you remember Um, when we were in college and the anniversary October or no I mean it was October 3rd came up and it was on a Wednesday and we were I do it was a big deal. It was, it a, was big a big deal. Big deal. Like, that was a moment. It was like the stars are aligning. Yeah. October third yes, is on a Wednesday. And that was when we were in college, and we we're all like, "We must wear pink because it's October third yes. and it's Wednesday." Fantastic! It's fantastic. It was a great day. I don't remember what happened, but I do remember being excited about it. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything happened. It was just. I don't Wednesday. think anything happened. I think we just wore pink, and it was fine. But like, yeah, we all went to class. Yeah, and that was yeah. It. Um, yeah. So their rules too, like. Their rules are very much about, like, maintaining that persona and that status. And they're all very, like, I think for Mm -hmm. the most part, pretty much tied to their appearance. And I was kind of digging in a little bit on some of these, like, thinking about them. Like, okay, what's underneath that? Like, what is that really implying? You can't wear a tank top two days in a row. Is that so you don't look, like, too slutty? Like, you're not, like, showing too much skin? Like... That's kind of what that one feels like to me. Um, I thought that was the same tank top, tank tank top, and I was like, oh yeah, that's gross. Uh, <laughs> Don't wear the same. One. No, you can't wear no. a tank top two days in a row. Well, you also and I'm can't thinking it's wear probably your like hair up more than one day. Well, yeah, because like that's like lazy. The patriarchy wants your hair down. So it's prettier. Yeah. What? Um, and then the ponytail once a week. Or sweatpants only on Fridays. Only on Fridays because that's like a casually socially acceptable day. Um, and very much like you have this, to. Um, I think it was just like you have to try harder than this. Like because it's I mean very much the staple when we were in high school was like jeans t-shirt. Like mm-hmm. and like that was kind of the outfit. It was jeans and some kind of shirt. And I they were very much like. Oh, I'm gonna wear a dress. Or I'm gonna wear a skirt. Or I'm mm-hmm. gonna wear like these or kind of pants, like that apart. Yeah, they had to be fancier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the very much like you have to like ask everyone's opinion before like doing anything. It speaks to Regina. I mean, it speaks to Regina's grip Regina on power. Yeah, it was that, like, and it was. Gretchen being very insecure and accepting it. Yeah, because because Re- Gretchen couldn't wear hoop earrings because oh, it yeah. was. Regina's I wore these thing. in honor of Gretchen today. Nice. Um, and I think it was more to Regina's power, like how she was just mm-hmm. diabolical, and knew how to hold power with them. Because what she mm-hmm. got kicked out, and she was she was wearing sweatpants that one day, and she was like, "Well, mm-hmm. these are my only pants that fit me." And mm-hmm. they were like, well, the rules were real when I wore a vest. And she's like, because that vest was disgusting. And it, like the rules applied, but only to them, not really mm-hmm. to her. Like she mm-hmm. was above the rule until they yeah. all decided like we're kicking you out. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was an awkward like she was still like defending her rules like you were saying, even when they um when she was like outside of them. She was like, No, I was I was in the right then. Like um mm-hmm. well the other I, thing oh God. go ahead. No, I don't know. You go. 
I don't know either. No, I just think <laughs> Regina was just really smart. It wasn't mm-hmm. all, it was just, I was like, it was mind warfare with her. Yeah, you know? it was. And yeah. it wasn't it was just about like... holding power with her body or with her friends mm-hmm. or with her arm candy. She held power with mind warfare. Yeah. And yeah. like she kept everyone in their place. Like you need me. Yeah. And also if you don't do what I say, I will toss you out. I will destroy you because she yeah. had the power to yeah. do so. Yeah. Which yeah. kind of always crazy. made me wonder, why did she bring Caddy in? Or Caddy, Katie. I always want to call her Caddy because her name was c-a-d-y which was weird um that's a really good question maybe she was bored i mean she definitely didn't feel threatened by her in the beginning no she was very much like what did she call her um when they were at her house um and she was like katie do you like a martian on the radio Oh, I love you. You're she's such a Martian. Like it was her yeah. little project. There was yeah, no threat. I think that's what it was. It maybe it was like mm-hmm. her like community outreach, you know? Like, look at well, me taking on this new girl and look at how great I am. Damien did call her a regulation hottie. Like mm-hmm. she was just standard hot. Like she was gonna get picked mm-hmm. up as being hot. So maybe Regina thought this could be a threat, but if I bring her in oh. under me preemptively she will not be a threat Mm -hmm. yeah groom her so she doesn't become like a rival Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. that makes sense i'm guessing it was that in a combination of yeah in a combination of maybe like some boredom like and just like i want something i mean she is just a little bit vicious like she just kind of wants to mess with people mm-hmm. and so i think there maybe was a little bit of like i'm bored look this sounds like something to keep me occupied you know like yeah. sometimes there's like kids she that are was. smart too smart for their own good and i feel like regina's maybe a little too smart for her own good um mm-hmm. in that well, like it, she yeah she was unnecessarily mean like with um when she would tell people um how she liked their clothing yeah their that was psychotic was that like, was psychotic um, what did she say that's so Where did you get that skirt? Oh, I love that. That's the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. Yeah. And then Katie remembers back to like what she said about her bracelet. And she like that was an interesting click because Mm -hmm. at that point Katie was like she was really connecting dots. Uh Uh-huh. And then she's like she planned her own little um, flip with the um, Mm -hmm. candy canes Mm -hmm. to break Mm -hmm. down Gretchen. She really started to dial it in more to break down Gretchen at that point. When she was just yeah. starting to see how vicious and how mean she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what stopped her before was the fact that she would have to hurt Gretchen in the process to try to get to Regina. And I think that was like Katie's humanity. But then she, the anger like superseded it. It was like she has to be mm. taken down almost maybe like like a vigilante. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing the right thing here like by doing this because she hurts her all the time. If I take her down, then like... Then maybe she won't hurt her anymore, even if I have to hurt her once. Like so, yeah. She just started spilling Gretchen secrets. Spirals. Well, yeah, yeah but she's like a mess. she just started cracking on everything. She's like, she's like, well, you know, their parents don't sleep in the same bed anymore. If that's what you mean, it's like, oh my gosh, you weren't supposed. To, I wasn't supposed to tell you that. Or like uh, something about her nose job. <gasps> oh my gosh, like you know. And then the Brutus yeah. scene. Oh my gosh, that was hilarious. <laughs> that was Brutus so, just totally just stabbed Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really funny. That is really funny. That one always makes me laugh because she's like standing up in class pretty publicly kind of losing her mind. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. 
Um, the one that we didn't talk about was Get In Loser, We're Going Shopping. I love that That's one. one. I love that one. Still use that. One's that. great. I, yeah, Get for sure. For sure. I'm sure you Also, said that to me they went to a physical mall. Oh, yeah. I'm, I think we've all said it to each other at some point. Um, mm-hmm. But they went to a physical mall. That was something. And there were flip phones. Um, mm-hmm. And that was hilarious. And um, there's definitely yeah. a lot of ways to date this film. Yeah. Know? The but thing that bothers it, me I feel like it was too dated. No, like, because there's not a lot dated. of technology featured. Like it's not the main thing going on. Like it's but not like this was all happening on IM. Like, you know, like it was mm-hmm. you know, it was very much in the background. The phones were like a side piece. It they weren't like um mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen like Jane the Virgin. There's a lot of like texting oh, yeah. being part of it and that kind of thing like this did not utilize that it was more like faces interaction driven which i think helps mm-hmm. keep it not feeling aside from the fashion too terribly dated um the thing that bothers me i think the most that like starts to happen with katie is like um dumbing down to get the boy like oh mm. uh, yeah that that was frustrating yeah and she, like, she takes her she grades said she, she said yeah that was that was frustrating because she said she did the only thing that she knew how to do and i'm like oh yeah which why? makes me wonder where did you learn that yeah. why did you know that yeah, yeah that, like that i guess she was like asking odd. for help and then mm-hmm. he did say well it seems like you know what you're doing so mm-hmm. she was like well i guess i'll just go all the way so i guess maybe I she started with like for me, you know yeah i don't who she was i don't feel like that tracked no it almost felt like the math class maybe should have been like her sanctuary during all mm-hmm. of this you know yeah yeah she wanted to be in very the weird love that yeah um i also one all other thing on a boy too all of it for like, this boy this who thing. i don't i don't get it but you're like not convinced about <laughs> The other thing I noticed, though, kind of coming back to this movie of, like, is the... We don't use the word slut anymore. That is and a they word for that, sure yeah. They for sure do in this movie. Mm-hmm. Skanks call, and sluts. Yes. So progress has been made. That would not be said anymore. No. No. Correct. Correct. So that, that, okay. that to me felt like... Look at us, guys. Look at what we're doing. We're, mm-hmm. we're like, growing as a society a little bit. Um, also, the I have I have a note: the effing confidence of Regina George to walk out with that tank top with holes in it I is know. like unparalleled. Like, mm-hmm. give me just a drop of that because that was crazy. It it worked obviously, but it was like, man, you really just like Matt said she something like this. he goes, "That's a," he goes, "That's a baller move." <laughs> I was like, yeah, she just like went for it. Well, she also was wearing a very bright purple bra underneath a white. It, it made it kind of cute. Top. Yeah, I think but if I it like, had been tan, it would have been weird. That was very. Yeah, no uh, one would have made that choice. Knew people were seeing her bra, <laughs> so she's like, yeah, for sure. Well, whatever. Well, whatever. She took you it see a little bit more. And took it as her power. She's like, this is my power. Yes, she did. Yeah, she's like, watch this. Oh man, that that was crazy. Yeah, this is like. There's just so many cultural layers to this movie. Like, it's crazy. Um, So, you know, Katie's, like, on her crusade to take Regina out. She finally becomes, like, for a hot minute, the queen bee. And she, like, mm-hmm. immediately pretty much doesn't know what to do with it. And destroys then it. has a yeah. has a party, destroys it. Like, and then Regina's pissed, blows up the whole school with the burn book, basically. Mm-hmm. And then gets hit by a bus. <laughs> 
Well, Katie is not intrinsically mean. She no. is not a mean girl. That is why mm-hmm. she can't hold on to the power. Because she would have to be a force. She would have to toughen She's up. She's not smart enough in the ways that Regina is smart. Not yeah. diabolical. She doesn't no. think that way. And so, no. like, when Janice calls her out, like, mm-hmm. she feels all of the feelings of everything that she has done that is wrong. Yeah. And she yeah. hates everyone she has hurt. She talks about, like, if you're bit by a snake, you have to suck the poison out. And so I had to suck yep. all the poison out of my life. And so mm-hmm. she, she again, it goes back to the fact that this is such a well-adjusted child. She did not need to go to public mm-hmm. school. No. She you broke her, good. guys. You broke her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This took yeah. her back. She didn't need to do all this. But, like, she was not made to hold on to power. Like. No. Like Regina. Yeah. No. The, um, I think what makes girl bullying and girl dynamics so much more toxic is this, like, the veil that we put everything through. Like, because we have to be socially acceptable and we have to, like, do this, do that, like, and we are, like, taught to be, like, socially reliant on each other. So we, like, aren't supposed to violate certain norms. And, like, so there's a lot of, like, shoulds being, like, shoehorned around, like, what we actually feel and what we actually want to do and what we're, like, you know, these big motivations, like, I want that boy or, like, whatever. Um... And there's, like, back to the musical again, because I think it, like, says something pretty well. Um, It's it's so good, Abby. Like, you're going to, like, lose your mind about how good it is. I know. It's all good. You'll, you'll love it. And then, like, you have a new favorite thing now. Yeah, I, I promise <laughs> you, you will. Um, Janice sings a song that I love. It's called I'd Rather Be Me. Um, And mm. she basically says... I won't twist in knots to join your game. I will say you make me mm-hmm. mad. And if you treat me bad, I'll say you're bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, okay. I, if I, I eat alone from this moment on, that's just what I'll do because I'd rather be me than be with you. Um, Man, that the part was where me. she. Oh, I am Janice. The, the part where she gets into it that feels like she kind of gets into this like female culture thing is she says, we're supposed to all be ladies and be nurturing and care. Um, is that really fair? Boys get to fight. We have to share. Here's the way that that this this one like kills me. Here's the way that that turns out. We always understand how to slap someone down with our underhand. Like, oh, like, oh dark. <laughs> but yeah true um and then the the best part when she's leading into the course so here's my right finger to how girls should behave um because sometimes what's meant to make meant to break you makes you brave um and she's basically just saying like can't we just like have it all out guys and be like done with it and like move on um which real yes yes yeah yes 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 yeah Yeah. no it's this like these social expectations that just reach a step too far that aren't like helpful or reasonable like it's mm-hmm. um it's a difference between being nice and being kind um oh like yeah being being kind is mm-hmm. to be clear and to be direct and to address things and mm-hmm. you know do things that like meaningfully and long term are like in your and the other person's like best interest yep. being nice is kind of selfish mm-hmm. um it's like mm-hmm. avoiding the awkward social tension to do something mm-hmm. that feels socially acceptable in the moment but stuff your own stuff down and like create some toxicity mm-hmm. and it's just not it's not yeah it's not the way <laughs> it ain't it for a better way no. to say it but like yeah no i i love um talking 
honestly, there's a book that I read. Um, it's called Nice, Why We Like to Be Liked and um, How God Has Called Us to More. Um, and basically, it's like saying what you just said, being nice and being taught to be nice why it is wrong and how being Mm -hmm. kind is Mm -hmm. way more what we should be modeling because sometimes kindness is uncomfortable. Sometimes kindness is like, I'm going to stand up to this or I'm I'm not going to like allow. Or I'm not going to let you continue in a bad pattern that's allowing you to show up in an unhealthy way in the world. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. like, yes, it's bad for me and it's hurtful to me, but it's also not positive for you as a person to be abusing me as a person. Like, and I'm allowing it. So you're continuing to do it. Like Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's trying to help course correct a whole situation. And it's, it's, I mean, you know, you, you Mm -hmm. get it. Like you maybe are one of the few people that I feel like I can talk to and say really gets it on the level that I get it. If like when you're the kind of person that can't, um, can't, Let's see. Challenge. Make your feelings appear what they are not. I was trying to like pull a Jane Austen oh. quote. Um, um, I'm just and not good uh, I've never been yeah good no at being I can't like I'm physically uncomfortable if I'm Mm-mm. I've never like, been good a- at putting on a face of like not being I I it, it does go back to my personality like I've never mm-hmm. liked being genuine and true to who I am and even now I'm kind of like even more so in my life I'm like what you see is what you get this is who I am Mm -hmm, and I'm mm -hmm. very more confident or very more Mm -hmm. I'm in a place in my life where I'm more confident and self-aware and have a lot more Mm -hmm. self-love of like Mm -hmm. this is who I am and I'm very happy with it and Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not put on a face or try to be anything else. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, I think that kind of actually ties into the end of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And what was my favorite thing, the big takeaway, um, mm-hmm. was that, like, they all went into the things that were made for them and were designed for them. Like, so Katie was finally allowed to go back into the mathletes and really enjoy mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. Gretchen mm-hmm. is in the lacrosse team and she is thriving. And I just kind of like saw this as like, see how this is how it's supposed to be. When people are allowed to step into mm-hmm. their realm of their mm-hmm. space, what they were designed for, how they thrive. Mm-hmm. And when you had put them in those boxes of like what they were supposed to be, that they did not thrive and everything was out of whack. But this, the entire flow, the jungle, the system, Mm -hmm. the high school was so much more at peace when people were doing Mm -hmm. what they were designed Mm -hmm. to be be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think you ever, you know, really, you never really see that in high school. But like, Mm -hmm. for me, one of my big takeaways was like, especially as a mom, what I desire for my children more than anything is that I would be able to put enough self-confidence in them, Mm self-awareness in them, Mm -hmm. and push them into their interests and support them in their interests mm-hmm. and what they thrive mm-hmm. in enough that they can hold on to that and like they'll be able to go into these high school pressure cooker situations mm-hmm. and still say this is who I am this is true mm-hmm. to who I am and I will thrive in this zone and I didn't mm-hmm. have that confidence in high school to continue to thrive in the areas that I was more designed and prone to you know, I felt like I didn't like change. I didn't change for anybody, but like I didn't have the confidence to really like 
own who I was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To be, um, like, out loud about it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't be, like, out loud about the fact that I like to sew and I like to do crafts and, like, I mm-hmm. like to sing and I was really into musicals and things like that. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. really thrive in it. I kind of held a lot of that back mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't cool and it wasn't – I wasn't mm-hmm. getting me anywhere. And I wasn't trying to be cool. Like I had said before, I was really against all this, but there was so much pressure. You didn't want that it really friction. Yeah. It really stunted me in mm-hmm. my growth and development in those areas of my life. Yeah. And now yeah. that I am in my 30s and I'm like really rediscovering like the things that like I find true joy and I find yes, like this is same. me and I love it and I'm going to run with it and I really don't care if you like it or not. And I it, mm-hmm. this is uniquely me. And so what mm-hmm. I hope to do is because obviously I can't go back and redo high school and do that, even though that's my fantasy. I want to impress upon that with my daughters. I want them to have mm-hmm. such ownership of like mm-hmm. what they enjoy and themselves and what makes mm-hmm. them unique that they can walk mm-hmm. into those really difficult spaces and do that. Mm-hmm. So that is my yeah. hope. That was actually my big takeaway at the end yeah. for this, this yeah. whole movie. No, I love that. I think it's definitely – it's. I think the takeaways feel like less mind games, more clarity for kindness sake. Um, like just like we talked about a minute ago, just like say what's wrong and move on. Like rather than like faking and shoehorning all these like social situations, like just be straightforward and deal with your problems and then everyone will be okay. Um, and no one has to get hit by a bus (laughs) and, um, and, uh, yeah. And like, and then I think like you were saying, you know, the, the, really the rules are meant to like rein in variations. Um, and like, So when everyone stepped outside of those plastics rules, you know, everyone could kind of be where they were meant to thrive. And like, Mm -hmm. I hope that generations coming up don't have to get to their 30s to rediscover things. I hope that they, Mm -hmm. um, because I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Thanks for being on today, Abby. This was a great conversation. I'm looking forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for having me. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me today. I hope you had fun listening to us talk about this classic, classic Tina Fey film. Um, I hope you maybe were able to reflect on, if you're, you know, the same age as Abby and I, maybe able to reflect on some ways that you have made some growth since high school in a good way. Um, And you know, maybe cultivate some compassion for those still in that phase of life, as well as, you know, thinking through some of the things we might still be untangling. Um, anyways, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I hope you had fun. And um, until next time.